Hey now, it's Todd Carrere, the Fish Wrap Writer, with a new Fish Wrap Weekly Fishing and Outdoors Report, sponsored by Al's Goldfish Lure Company from the great state of Maine. We've been getting some reports that waves of Menhaden are starting to show up in Narragansett Bay. I feel like we're really a little delayed on seeing some new stripers along the south coast, but if pogies are here and those shad trees are blooming, we must be right on the edge. Plus, we know there's some big stripers in central Connecticut. Pogies feed just about every predator in the sea, and most can smell them, so you better have your terminal tackle ready to go. Now, there's dandelion sparkling on some of those very expensive over-fertilized lawns, leaching gobs of nitrogen back into shallow waters, which become anoxic and kill fish. Why? Well, I, I know, I know, sorry. The best part about <laughs> the best part of dandelions isn't killing them with chemicals, it's eating them in a salad, which I've never done. Actually, I think the best part about dandelions showing up is knowing that they mean Tatagra back. Now, we also have some new conservation-minded rules here in Rhode Island this year, so be sure to check in with RIDEM so you know about your sizes and your dates. So, Tatagra being caught in some very early bird center consoles, a few kayaks, and even off the rocks down in Narragansett, which is a really good sign. At the helm of a center console, Greg Vespi won the Crafty One Tog tourney last Sunday, which means... Once again, the Miss Colleen, Greg's boat, was the sweet boat to beat. Greg is not only a phenomenal angler, Greg's also a generous angler who is the executive director of the Rhode Island Saltwater Anglers Association. And RISA Life member Ryan Pimentel finished second with him. And third place finisher, RISA member Dave Doobie, hosted the trio on his restored 1986 Chris Craft Scorpion. Nice to see tournaments back on our calendar, isn't it? All right, out to the shed. Tip over your favorite squid bucket and <laughs> expel the mice. The water's about 49 or 50 degrees around the Newport Bridge, and the squid are in. They're being jigged up and down Newport and throughout a few points to the east. Personally, I like the uh, Yamashitas, and I like those Yuzuri Ultra Bait Auroras. Pinks, yellows, bones, you know, pretty much you got to pick your colors, but pretty much all of them will work on most nights. You still need a saltwater license to jig for squid, and you can use that old trout rod after opening day if necessary, but... Having something with a bit of a stout tip will help you keep the pressure on on the way up. Captain Jason Colby of Little Sisters Charters in Quincy, Mass. He's been reporting some strong haddock catches with plenty of whale sightings, which is pretty awesome. He has a few spots left for some open boat haddock trips for the next few weeks, and even one on Mother's Day. And I say nothing says mom like a day chasing ground fish. He said, starting next trip, they'll be flounder gear aboard to test the waters, he said, while he's cutting back the haddock. That's his plan anyway, so there you go, Captain Jason Colby of Little Sisters Charters. And over on the freshwater, congratulations to Chris Gomes, who were in first place at the Ocean State Kayak Bass and Tourney on South Kingstown's Indian Lake. From a 25 angler field, Chris landed the most largemouth by weight to win the day from his feel-free kayak. A member of the Bay State Attack Kayak Bass Fishing Team, Chris struggled some at first because river herring are returning to that man-made lake, making it tricky to convince bass to hit an imitation. Now, before you plan some old-school bait snagging, Bucky's have been protected in Rhode Island since 19... I'm sorry, since 2006. Chris told me, Yeah, I caught them off a weedless Ned rig made by Hijack Jigs and Z-Man Fishing Products Jackhammers with X-Zone Swimmers. How's that for intel? He said conditions were pretty windy and bites were hard to come by. Males were up tight in the shallows and females were staged in about 6 to 8 feet of water. I just couldn't get any to commit and bite. So, if ever there was a right time to call interference, I would say it would be when an abundance of fish interferes with catching an abundance of fish. Chris also said, yeah, I bet the herring had something to do with it, you know, with that bite, because I always put in big numbers at Indian Lake, and this was the worst bite I've ever experienced there. Congratulations anyway, Chris Combs. Well done.
And on the bright side, pond waters are slowly rising, which is optimal for fish health you know, and spawning as opposed to a shock from quick rises, which can make fish scramble for comfortable cover while we scramble to figure out why there's no fish where they were yesterday. Now, if we can get things up to about 58 degrees or so, we just might see bass back in their beds, which some expect to be right around May 1st. Highliners like Bob Boucher, Matt Thayer, Jason Anktel, and Bobby Stahoyak have had to work hard for their catches, even in established waters they know really well, which should be producing better numbers. Bob and I had some luck this week with half-ounce live-target pumpkin seed crankbaits, those zoom flukes that Bob loves, and classic Al's goldfish for trout. We got one of those goldens and a rainbow, chain pickerel, yellow perch, and thankfully a few nice largemouth, but really nothing came easy in that wind. And full disclosure, Bob caught the most fish, although he let me be a highliner for a while, and then he turned on the juice and he cleaned house. <laughs> Such are the rites of spring when you fish with a highliner. And finally this week, with the largemouth bite turning on, the main Department of Inland Fisheries and Wildlife is asking their anglers who largemouth fish with wacky rigs to use O-rings. They help secure plastics to the hooks and hopefully minimize lost artificials sinking to pond bottoms or fish and bird stomachs. That's a pretty easy fix in any state, right? So between dandelions and shad trees, we should be just about surrounded by fishes this week. Now, you can hear our new fishing reports every Friday, sponsored by Al's Goldfish Lure Company, we're very happy to now offer a three-quarter ounce fish wrap writer edition saltwater spoon for inshore waters and finesse casting. You can listen to our newest reports at fishwrapwriter.com, fishwrapwriter on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you choose to listen to your podcast. And you can find Fishwrap on Instagram and Twitter, as long as that's still around. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to visit alsgoldfish.com and use the code FISHWRAP, all caps, to save 20% on your next order.